how are we feeling? How are we doing? Today's actually a sunny day for once, which I'm really happy about because we've had it just clouds of rain for the last few, like for the last week. And I'm like, finally sunshine. Um, so yeah. Anyway, today I'm doing the second part of my What We Wish More People Knew About Being Chronically Ill episode. I did the first part two weeks ago because I asked on Instagram, um, probably like three weeks ago now, um, what you guys wish on Instagram more people knew about being chronically ill. And I got way too many responses to include in one episode, so that's why we're here. We're doing some more, got some written down. We're gonna chat about them, go through them. Maybe you guys will agree, maybe you will have some more ideas. Let me know on Instagram, at chronicfatigue underscore Millie. Let me know. Anyway, hi, I'm Millie, and welcome to the Thai Society. Okay guys, so if you've never heard my voice before, then hi, I'm Millie. Here I post every Wednesday with a brand new podcast episode. Um, I'm going to just chat about life with chronic illness, specifically chronic fatigue syndrome, as that's the chronic illness I have. But I cover a wide range of topics, and I'm sure if you don't have chronic fatigue syndrome, you can relate to it in some way. And if you don't have any chronic illness, you know, you can learn from it and you can understand it. And that's really why I'm here. I'm here to sh spread support for people who live with it and live with chronic illness and just to know that you're not alone. And I'm here to educate people who have never lived with it. Maybe you know someone, maybe you've never heard of it. Whatever the circumstances, I just wanna educate you and tell you what it's like a bit so maybe you can understand it a bit better. But that's why I'm here, support and educate. Um, and I just chat about all the different parts of it and how it feels to have it and different different parts to it really, because it is so, there's so much about it and just people don't understand. And it's not their fault if they're healthy because they've never experienced it so they can't understand it. So I just try and spread some light, explain it, go through it and just spread support while doing it. But if you don't know what chronic fatigue syndrome is, it's a chronic illness which results in extreme long-lasting fatigue and tiredness along with many, many other symptoms such as brain fog, dizziness, nausea, um, light and sound sensitivity, muscle and joint pain and so many others which range from person to person in severity. You know, um, and it, it just changes all the time. And that's one of the topics we're probably going to talk about today. But it is just such a complex illness. All chronic illnesses are. And it's just, there's so much to it. And people who aren't ill with them have a really hard time understanding. And so it's just hard. It's hard for us to live with them. It's hard for other people to understand them. That's why I'm here. Anyway, I'm going to get on with the episode. And I hope you guys enjoy. Right, this week's actually my fourth week of sick form. It's currently Monday. I basically crashed over the weekend. I went to see the new Bond movie, which was amazing, by the way. If you've never watched a, never seen Bond before, I definitely recommend it. You probably need a bit of backstory to watch it. You probably, you do need to watch a few of the films because I, before Friday, I had never watched a Bond movie and I spent the weekend, well, no, I spent Friday and Saturday morning watching some Bond movies, catching up, doing a bit of homework for the movie. And then Saturday afternoon, I saw it and I loved it so much. Definitely recommend. Anyway, this is not an advert for Bond, obviously. I just, you know, I love it. So yeah, I did that and then I completely crashed. Um, I did not, I wasn't able to do any schoolwork, which was not good considering I've got like three different essays due this week, which is absolutely crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's been all over the place basically, but I've got school today going in at one. So hoping I can, <laughs> hoping I can manage that, hoping I can do everything. It's it's going to be a lot, but you know, here we are. Still trying to work out how to manage sick form, but you know, I'll get that. It, it will happen. <laughs> anyway, 
I'm going to get onto story responses. Like I said, if you ever have anything, any suggestions about my podcast, any messages you want to send, anything like that, just DM me on my Instagram at chronicfatigue underscore Millie. Um, some people have had trouble messaging me before. So if you do, just drop a comment and I will uh, message you and it'll be easy. Simple, simple, simple stuff. So yeah. Anyway, the first response here we've got is it's not it's not always physical illness. And by that, I don't mean, you know, a broken leg and stuff. Because I think by physical illness, for me at least, I always think, you know, fit something you can see. But it's more of like, it's not always physical as in stopping you doing stuff and physically affecting you. Like, like you can't get out of bed and stuff like that. It's So it's not just physical. It's so, It takes a really big toll on your mental health. Um, and I think example for this, for people who are healthy, who haven't experienced this sort of thing, is it's a bit like lockdown for them. Because I find I found that lockdown for many people who were healthy really found it was so hard to be isolated as they were. You know, it was isolating and it was lonely and people really struggled with their mental health and people took mental health in isolation a lot more seriously. They were like, hey, this is really hard. And I find that that is a big part of chronic illness, at least for me, chronic fatigue syndrome, it is. Because for me, my illness is a very isolating illness. People, you know, are bedbound. People are housebound. They can't work. They can't see their friends. All this different stuff. I'm very lucky in the fact that I am able to go to school, even if it isn't all the time. But it's like on weekends, on holidays and stuff, I really don't see my friends all that often. You know, school is my socialising place. And I'm, I'm not even in there very much. Like today, I'm going in for one lesson. That's it. That is my socialising time. And, but I'm very lucky for that because most people wouldn't even get to do that you know but I think lockdown kind of shone a light on how hard it can be on your mental health to be isolated and away from people and not be able to be in society all the time and I think that's a really good example of how it can be being ill all the time and being housebound and being bedbound because before that I don't think people really had a way to relate it to their life because you know before now in our in our world people hadn't really had an experience of literally not being able to leave their house not being able to see people you know and I find that it it, you know it just kind of was like oh wait this is real you know and it was I mean lockdown for me it didn't change my life very much to be quite honest because I wasn't able to go out and see my friends very much anyway because I'm ill you know I didn't go to it helped actually in school because I could do it all from home I didn't have to have the um physical energy use of going to school and being physically there the mental use of being having to socialize and everything because not that I don't like socializing I like to see my friends and everything but I mean it's a lot of energy sometimes when you don't have any energy you know and so it really helped me actually um and now we're back to normal and I'm back in person school and everything like that it's just a lot harder you know and it's not just isolating um that affects your mental health it's just it's having to manage that you are actually ill, isn't it? Like, I'm ill. I've been ill for almost four years. I'm still not better. And it's like being able to manage that and being like, oh, this isn't just going to get better easily. You know, I'm kind of stuck with it, aren't I? And it's just kind of managing that. And, like, it's... Mental health always affects people. Like, it is such a serious thing. And... I don't think it's always taken as seriously as it should do for people that are chronically ill. Because it's like people don't really see it and go like, oh, hey, you are ill all the time. You're stuck at home. You can't do everything you want to do. And they're just like, eh, enjoy. And it's not. It's, you know, people see me going home. They see me not in school. Like I've missed the whole morning at school, basically. 
um, and you know people will be like oh my god you're so lucky you get to have a lion you don't have to go to class you don't have to do early mornings I'm like but I would prefer to do all that and not be ill than be ill and miss all my lessons and stuff like that like it's not worth it you know and it's just it all it all goes on to mental health and everything like that and it's 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 strains strains it you know it's so hard it's so much work but yeah I you know it chronic illness really affects mental health basically and we need more we need more awareness of that really um, the next one we've got here is we can have good days and it does not mean we're cured and you know you've got to stop expecting us to be fixed fi like be fixed at this one level of illness Ill being ill you know I I have a good day once in a while and people will be like oh my god you're feeling really good this must mean you're getting better no it means I've had a good day and just because I've gone up on energy levels it does not mean I'm cured it does not mean I'm better it just means I'm having a good day I have a bad day it doesn't mean oh my god I've got a hundred percent worse like this is my new life I'm not gonna be able to do whatever for the rest of my life no it means I'm having a bad day but obviously that's not always the case sometimes you know you are able to get a bit better or you are you get worse or something like that I mean over the summer holidays I personally believe I got worse I personally believe my chronic fatigue got worse and I don't know if that's another illness on top or if it's just my chronic fatigue, I'm not sure. But whatever it is, I felt like I got worse. Um, and it's just, it's not got better since going back to school. Because my mum was saying it might be the lack of routine. And it's been four weeks now. And I've it's still not great. And, you know, I think at this point, I w I'm in a routine, you know. I, if it, if it, it was, was going to get better, oh, like from some holidays to school term, it would have got better, you know. And so, yeah, and it's not, not every day's the same, basically. You know, yesterday, I couldn't do any schoolwork. I couldn't understand what I was reading. I couldn't do any of it because I was just so tired. Today, I've not tried schoolwork yet, but I have written out a whole plan for a podcast episode. So maybe that's progress because yesterday I couldn't, I couldn't do that, you know? So, you know, not every day is the same. Symptoms can differ. They can vary, everything like that. And it's always changing. It's not always going to be the same every day. And we're not fixed at one certain illness position, you know? It's not like, I don't know, in like some maths exam when X is marked on a graph. That's not, that's not me. I'm not just plotted at one point and I've got to stay there, you know? My symptoms can go up and down. They can just move around. I can get worse. I can get better. I can, all this different stuff. But when I get, when I have like a good day, it does not mean I'm cured. It does not mean I'm better. It does not mean that... I, you know, it doesn't mean that it's all gone away and you can't just assume that. Like, over the weekend, say I met up with a friend over the weekend. No, say I went to see Bond at the weekend, didn't I? I went to see Bond at the weekend and then I'm not in school on Monday. Someone could be like, yeah, but you went to see Bond, you're fine. And then I'm not in school on Monday. They're like, yeah, but you saw Bond, you're absolutely fine. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Bond was a long movie and normally when I'm tired and it's a long movie and it's something I've never seen before I would not be able to sit through that and I was very lucky that I was because on Friday when I watched the first Bond movie I was not following along at all I wasn't understanding and my mum was like you enjoying it I was like I've got no idea what's happened and it was like an hour in I was like I don't actually understand what's going on here so you know I was like oh my god thank god I understood it because that was really awkward but you know it's okay um but yeah, you know, not every day is the same. Symptoms differ, things differ, everything changes. We're not plotted at one exact point of like, that's our illness level, it can't change. No, it can, it does. So yeah, 
Um, and all these, to be fair, lots of these um, responses kind of fall into the same category. So if I kind of end up repeating myself, it's just because they're kind of the same idea, just different statements. So here we've got, um, so much of, en- of our energy actually goes into looking healthy. So healthy people don't see the reality of what it means to be ill and like chronically and everything. Because, you know, I, just because I don't look sick doesn't mean I am not sick. You know, just because I'm looking like I'm absolutely fine doesn't mean I feel like I'm actually dying inside because I normally do. At school, when I'm talking and when I'm in class and everything like that, I have to put all my energy into actually looking all right, which I think is ridiculous. And I do think that's one of the reasons why homeschooling, homeschooling, well, online school when we had it during lockdown, was actually really positive for lots of chronically ill people, um, me included, myself included, because I didn't have to put energy into looking right. I didn't have to put energy into socialising, actually physically being there. I could do class from my bed. I could do class from my bedroom. I could just do it in my pyjamas because we didn't have to turn face cam on, which I was very grateful for. I didn't have to turn face cam on. I didn't have to look like I was presentable in any way. I just had to be there. And that was really helpful because I could get out of bed, go to class at my desk. And then as soon as class is done, go back to bed and rest you know, and it was, it was as simple as that, because, you know, it saved energy, and it, it was, like, much more manageable, and then in school, you know, all, so much energy goes just towards looking okay, and looking all right, and, and so it's like, you know, sometimes I get to class, and I put so much energy just being able to get there, and manage it, then I can't even do the work, which is just ridiculous, isn't it, and it's not fair, it's not fair on me, it's not great for the teacher or in class, because, you know, then I can't actually do the work, which then means I'm going to be behind in everything, isn't it, and so, you know, when people see me, and they're like, oh my god, you look so great, how are you doing, I kind of just go with like, oh yeah, I'm all right, reality, I could be honest and say, hey, I feel like deaf right now, but at least I look great, and they'll be like, oh, but that'll make it awkward, won't it, you know, you don't really say how you feel when you're chronically ill, because people will just be like, won't, they won't know how to respond because they've not experienced it. They don't know what it's like. Um, but yeah, people will be like, oh my God, you look so well. Are you all right? How's it going? And I'll be like, uh-huh, I'm great. <laughs> and inside I'll be like, nope, I feel so ill. I want to go home. I should not be here. This was a mistake. I'm going home, you know? Um, so it's just what you see isn't always what you get. And we have to kind of put on a show so people don't question it and aren't, because if it was physical and people could see how we actually feel, oh my god, they would take us it so much more seriously. I'm not even kidding. If they, if our symptoms were physical, oh my god, it would be like so much more research would go into it. So much more research. It would be absolutely crazy. Okay, the next one is it's not just a phase. It's I'm not looking for attention. I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm not wanting an excuse. My situation is my situation, and it's not. It's not just going to change because I'm not getting sympathy or I'm not getting attention and stuff like that. You know, it is not going to change. It's not a phase. It's, it, I'm kind of stuck with it. I'm going to be honest. It's, <laughs> trust me, I would, not, I would not go out of my way to act ill and miss everything for sympathy. I don't want sympathy. I don't want anyone's sympathy at all. You know, if I go to a teacher and I'm like, hey, I couldn't do this homework um, because I'm ill, because I'm struggling right now, I'm not looking for sympathy. 
I'm not. I'm telling them that I couldn't do it and my reason why. I'm not wanting them to go, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, you can take all the time you want. Because it's not, it's not an excuse. It's actual reasoning. It's because I'm ill. I've got a proper reason. You know, I'm never... If I mention my illness to my friends, I'm never looking for sympathy. I'm never looking for, you know, attention or anything. It's my life, isn't it? It's my life. It's just how it is. And, you know, I'm not going to avoid the fact that I'm ill. I'm not going to, like, tiptoe around it, am I? It's just like, you know, it's my situation. It's not my... <laughs> it's not the most exciting thing about me, but it is a thing about me. It's not going away. It's not a phase. And it just is me, isn't it? It's part of me. And you just kind of have to go with it, you know? I, f- I, f- <laughs> I don't know if I fully made that make sense, but it just kind of... It is me, isn't it? I'm not... I'm not looking for sympathy. I really can't stand getting sympathy, I'm going to be honest, because, you know, it's just, oh, I don't know. It's people not understanding and then being like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, mm, I know, but it's fine. I can't change it. You know, it's not going <laughs> to, you being sorry isn't going to help, is it? No, it's okay. It's my situation, you know, it is what it is. And I just kind of get, a, I just get on with it, you know, you've got to, I can't do everything I want in life. I can't do all the stuff that I've dreamt about. You know, it's just how it is, isn't it? And sympathy's not going to change it, is it? No. Okay, the next one. We work extremely hard. We do. We work. Um, we work hard just to be at the starting level of healthy people. And, you know, I think, you know, everyone works hard and everyone has different skills and stuff like that. But chronically ill people work extremely hard just to be at the same level as everyone else. At the starting level. Like, I'm not even kidding. My my maths grade, I got a four in maths. And that, if you're not from the UK doing GCSEs, a four in maths is a pass, a, just a pass. It would be probably a C. I think, I think um, it's a low C. And I don't know why we went to numbers, honestly. Don't even get me started on the whole number grades. It's confusing. Um, well, it is, but it isn't. You know, if you're trying to convert it to other stuff, it's like a four is a low C, but a five is a high C, or maybe a B. It's very confusing. It's like, they don't exactly fit into a grade. And I'm like, this makes no sense. But anyway, that's not the point. It's like, science, I got a five five. You get two grades in my science, because I did foundation science. I did the lowest science level you can. And a five is the top grade you can get in that science, but it's not a very high grade in general. So because I was in the foundation group, the highest grade you could get was a five. But in science total, if you're doing higher, you can go all the way to a nine and five would be the lowest you can get. Um, so anyway, yeah, I got a five and I am so proud of myself because that took so much effort. It really, really did. It took me so much energy and so much work and so much of everything and me saying I got a five isn't even that great on the wide scale of all the grades and everything. Like, on the grade scale, a five is not amazing. It's it's good. It's a pass. It's a good pass. But it's not, like, top scoring, is it? But I did that while being chronically ill. I got a five in science while being chronically ill, while not being able to be in class all the time, while being seriously ill. Can we put the pandemic on there as well? I went for a pandemic and got a five. Um, you know, just, just throwing it out there as well. But you know, I am chronically ill. I can't be in class all the time. When I am in class, I'm not always actually, you know, with it. I'm not always, my head's not always present. And it is so much hard work. And I got a five, which is 
it's kind of a starting level. It's it's not, oh no, it's not a starting level, but it's not, it's just kind of an average score, isn't it? The effort I put in to get that is absolutely crazy. And that's because I am chronically ill and I have to work so much harder than many people because I can't do everything like everyone else. I can't be there all the time. I can't understand everything. I can't do everything, you know? Um, and it's just like in life in general, we put so much work in just to seem average and just to be healthy. So as someone, if someone didn't know I was ill and they saw my grades, they'd be like, oh, okay, you're just kind of average, aren't you? You just kind of put in the work, but not overdo it. You know, you're just kind of like, eh, you know, you tried, but not extremely tried. No, 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 no. I am a chronically ill person and I got a five. Now that is pretty good. That's pretty good. That is actually amazing because I'm ill. Because I got a grade that people in my class who aren't ill didn't get. That's why I'm so proud of that. Because yes, it is a starting grade. Because yes, it is a pass. Because it's not an amazing pass. It's probably a C or a B. But I got it while I was ill. I got a grade that people in my class who are healthy, who can be, able to be there all the time, who, you know, don't have to worry about not being able to make it to class, don't have to worry about physically being able to be there, all the social energy used, all the mental energy used, everything like that. I got a better grade than some people in that. Which was a very big achievement, and I'm very proud of that. But it's absolutely crazy. And it's just, you know, we work so, so hard to be at the level that other people would see as just starting point. And it's not, it's not. We are working so hard and we are pulling it off and we are doing better than some people who are healthy. And we're doing amazing. Okay, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode this week. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, don't forget I'm back here every Wednesday for a new episode. I have also just found out that you can listen to me on Apple Podcasts, which I was not aware of until today, which is kind of cool. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, hi you knew more than i did that's kind of crazy <laughs> i literally googled it before i before i started my podcast i was like i actually wonder what comes up if i google my podcast name the tired society um and i was just kind of scrolling through and you know i saw my uh, like i saw the anchor website i used to record this on um their one pop up and i was like oh okay that's my podcast that's pretty cool so i kept scrolling just to i was curious you know and apple podcast showed up and i was like wait no, that's me. What? What? That's me. That's kind of cool. <laughs> so I was just kind of like, whoa, that's kind of cool, isn't it? Whoa. But yeah, I'm um, sorry. That's kind of exciting. I'm kind of excited about that. But yeah, hope you did all enjoy. If you ever want to chat or anything like that, just DM me on Instagram at chronofatigue underscore Millie. <laughs> but you're wondering how many times I can fit that into the one episode. I swear this is like the fourth, fourth, third or fourth time. But anyway, yeah. Thank you for listening. Hope you did enjoy. If you did, let me know, DM, DM me, you know, if you ever want to suggest a podcast topic, anything like that, let me know, I'm happy to, happy to listen, so yeah, anyway, thanks for listening, I'll see you guys next Wednesday, hope you have a great week, bye everyone!